This is In the Know for Wednesday, September 29th, the seven, uh, 272nd day of 2021. There are 93 days left in the year. Good morning, MD, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, uh, on Twitter Connects, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Uh, still big news yesterday off the announcement day before yesterday about Ford's investment in the future of Kentucky. We'll talk about that. We will also give you a chance later on in the show today to win tickets to the uh, Halloween weekend at Holiday World. We'll tell you how to do that. We've got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good, but it really feels like a Monday to me. It does. Well, well you're other in, than our co-host, you're you're in luck. It's yes. uh, it's actually a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, new survey says one third of Americans say you're never too old to learn new hobbies. You have any uh, hobbies that you've never taken the time to learn that uh, you might like to learn? I mean, I've been curious about like knitting. Knitting. But I really don't think I'm that kind of person. I can teach you. Knit one, pearl two. That's all you need to know. Knit one. Okay, you might need to know more than that. Uh, another hobby I think that you're kind of sharpening your skills on. Okay. Pumpkin stacking. Oh. Yeah, I notice yeah. you've been stacking. You've been stacking pumpkins yeah. around the house, <laughs> and they look phenomenal. We say good morning over there in chair number two. Welcome back. Very special agent, Natalie Tall, family and consumer sciences agent, the Grayson County Extension Service. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. You should see. You should teach a class on pumpkin stacking. Listen. And you should get Christy Buckles to come do a demonstration. I'm I'm there. I even got my mom and dad have stacking pumpkins. I will tell you, I put mine out because they were in the trunk of, well, in the back end of my vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. But we get Lele this afternoon, and I want her to do it. Oh, okay. I just put them out there because oh. I want her to do it. Oh, you're a nice mom. I'm like, Harper, <laughs> don't you need to go take a bath so mommy can <laughs> put the pumpkins well, I mean, I do have suggestions, <laughs> but I'm pretty much going to let Well, Alaya I did. Do I tried. Harper got to arrange the pumpkins, and then um, when she went around back, I rearranged them. Well, that's okay. She probably didn't notice the difference. Yeah, but, what, but what happens when she notices oh, that no. you've rearranged so you her work? Me, she noticed. Yeah, yeah. She noticed immediately. <laughs> but she didn't change it back, so okay. we're good. If you need her to teach a fall decorating <laughs> class, she's available. Uh, we do come from a long line of families that do demonstrations at homemakers meetings. Oh, that's right. I mean, some of my early public speaking engagements were speaking at homemakers meetings. So you just uh, look us Perfect. up whenever whenever you are ready. Uh, speaking kind of some events around this. Normally would be the time we're gearing up for the family farm fest. That's mm-hmm. in the harvest of the year, but I think you all have decided to delay that another year, just uh, out of out of caution. We have. We were we were had already sent out letters. We had vendors that were um, you know signed on, but when we started seeing kind of the spike of of COVID cases going up, we decided it would probably be prudent to to postpone or cancel. We also had some vendors. Um, this also aided in our decision. We had some vendors who were saying, you know, we're not going to be able to make it for whatever reason. And volunteer groups were not wanting to come out. Um, you know, cause we usually have 
three to four hundred people, you know, at that event. So we felt um, it best to postpone. We're discussing possibly a spring event. Um, but we don't have a date or any details or anything. Uh, instead of making it a family farm fest for the harvest, it can be family farm fest for the planting. For the planting. See, there you go. That was one of my demonstrations <laughs> to the homemakers is how to plant seeds and get them to germinate so, into saplings. So, so you're going to do a demonstration. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and on uh, how to the improper use of a trampoline. I also know uh, that's oh. a good skill. I've not, that's something I've never taught homemakers before. <laughs> Which clearly they all need to <laughs> they, they all need to know. Uh, might have seen some remnants of fog early this morning, depending upon when you were up and out. But it's back to sunshine and warm temperatures today. We are seeing the little tick up in rain chances into the weekend. Kind of keeping an eye on that a little bit. Uh, maybe a greater chance on Sunday than on Saturday. But uh, we'll kind of monitor that. High clouds later today, a high of 88, partly cloudy, 63 tonight, partly cloudy, and 84 for tomorrow. And today might be the, um, today might be the hottest day for the remainder of 2021. Oh, wow. Mm. I think uh, at 88, if we get there today, we just kind of stair-step down into one week from tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of rain next week. Uh, At least there's a chance of rain every day. I should rephrase it that way. But we'll see some highs in the lower 70s for the week of what many people have deemed as fall break. President Biden has canceled a trip to Chicago because he needs to stay in Washington because the support for his federal overhaul spending plan is unraveling. He's getting uh, he's getting pushback from both sides now because all the Republicans in the Senate solidly opposed and there are no votes to spare. And now he's getting the Bernie Sanders from the way, way left who's saying that I'm not I'm not going to support the infrastructure bill if you don't have if you can't guarantee the votes on the human infrastructure bill. So Washington going to Washington. Just more of a, they talk about doing things and then there's such gridlock that no one can, you know, no one can get anything accomplished. Now, I also believe that being able to, uh, you know, dig in and keep something from happening is a, uh, an important part of the political process because you don't want to just get uh, rolled over and you know steamrolled into something happening that's going to be bad for the country. But this is an indication from the Bernie Sanderses of the world, the progressives on the uh, on the liberal end of the spectrum, to say, "Well, we can't have anything if we can't have everything." And I don't think that that's the way the democratic process is supposed to work. I think a lot of people could agree that we need an infrastructure rehab in our nation. It needs to be done effectively. It needs to be done efficiently. But then you can't cry and say, well, if I don't get all of my socialist agenda through, then we can't have airports and roads and we can't rebuild federal infrastructure, et cetera. And that's the wrong way of looking at things. I think uh, that the political process, the democratic political process is some type of compromise into where we move our country forward. And that's not what's happening. So there's also the looming. Don't confuse this spending plan with the government shutdown. Those two things don't have anything to do with one another. They just happen to be happening concurrent, which is causing some cloudiness in our nation's capital. Close to home, though, 4,551 new COVID-19 cases in Kentucky announced yesterday. That number is higher than I would have hoped for, considering what Monday's number looked like. But I, I think you know, the number announced on Tuesday is a result of activity on Monday. 
And then the activity on Monday is largely because people say, well, I'm not going to go get tested or I can't go get tested or I just don't want to give up my weekend or whatever it might be. So you see kind of a compressed elastic effect where people's uh, their lives on Saturday, Sunday and Monday often then get translated into a Tuesday figure. So let's watch today and see what happens. But 56 new deaths reported yesterday, ticking up in the number of those cases yesterday that were from 18 years old and younger. We'd been in the 27, 28% range of cases being 18 and under, uh, 18 and, uh, yeah, 18 and under, I guess maybe it's 17 and under technically. But uh, 32.2% of yesterday's cases were from uh, teenagers and on down. There have been 730 deaths in Kentucky over the last three weeks. Hospital census, 2006 uh, in, hosp- uh, in hospital right now in Kentucky. That's down 39 from the day before. 588 in ICU, that's down 29. And 395 on ventilators, which is down 4. Positivity rate stepped on down uh, a point at 10.4 from 10.55. 24 new cases in Grayson County reported yesterday and brings our uh, incidence rate to 110, so slightly back up from the 106. And a reminder to you that Josh Embry, Public Health Director from Grayson County Health Department, will join us tomorrow to talk about their structure on how they are administering and who gets a booster and who does it and where to go and when and how to. And so all that information will be for you tomorrow. Big announcement that uh, had the state's attention yesterday was when it got um, not leaked but uh, informally announced on Monday about Ford's big commitment to the Glendale community and really to the Kentucky economy uh, as a whole. So they had a big ceremony yesterday with all the all the big wigs from Ford, from state government, people that were involved in helping with this process. And the governor said, we know horsepower, and it's about to be generated in a whole new way. Governor Bashir announced during an event yesterday at the state capitol and announcing the largest industrial investment in Kentucky history. Several people were on hand to hear the formal announcement that Ford and SK Innovation, so SK Innovation, the SK is for South Korea, in case you uh, hadn't connected the dots on that. They're going to build two plants to manufacture electric vehicle batteries in Glendale in Hardin County, just off I-65. Uh, Ford, the uh, officials from Ford, you know, got glad-handed and pats on the back and thank you for coming and all that good stuff. They are making a $5.8 billion investment, hiring 5,000 people, meaning Kentucky will shatter every annual economic development record in the books for yearly investment totals and is on pace for the best job-creating year in history. Ford also says... This is uh, Bill Ford, who's the the chair of Ford right now. He says, this represents the largest manufacturing investment in the history of our company. So it's not just as this is the biggest for Kentucky. This is the biggest for Ford. Wow. And the heritage of Ford in Kentucky goes back a long way. I learned this morning that Kentucky workers rolled a Model T off a Ford assembly line in Louisville in 1913. Wow. So I didn't realize, I mean, I knew the, you know, the Fern Valley Road plant, the truck plant out on uh, the eastern side of Jefferson County. I've known the relationship of Ford, but didn't realize it goes back to 1913 and the Model T's. But the governor is right when he talks about look at Toyota, uh, look at GM and the Corvette plant in Bowling Green, look at Ford and what they're able to do. And then all of those industries that operate around them that supply those uh, motor manufacturing companies. And so 
you know, it's uh, it, it's also happening. This is a green type of energy, mm-hmm. which Kentucky is not really known for. We're known for coal jobs. But I saw a stat yesterday that said in the year 20. So last year, in the year 2020, there were only 3,500 coal miners remaining in Kentucky. And in this one move, Ford is bringing 5,000 green adjacent jobs to Kentucky. So that's been part of the thing. And when when coal has been vilified and demonized over the last um, 15 to 20 years in particular, especially through the Obama years, it was, okay, well, if these coal jobs are going away, what comes back in their wake? What do we put Kentuckians to work doing? And this can you know partly be part of the answer. I will also give some credit to the process as a whole you got a you got industrial development people who are part of the Bashir administration you got the Bashir administration and then he's up against an overwhelming supermajority of the opposing political party in Frankfurt and they all came together the senate passed a bill to lift the ceiling to make this happen and so i guess for once it's nice to see everybody rallying to a common cause to get things accomplished that help pave the pave the futures of our grandchildren. You know, it's easy to think of this in, well, they're going to make batteries in 2025. Yes, but for the next 25 years, what are they going to do? And even someday when cars have solar panels built into their roofs or their paint is capable of taking solar energy, they're still going to have to be batteries for it to be stored in. And Mm -hmm. so this is a generational type of change as we make the long uh, transfer from combustion to Battery storage. So, I think it's good. Another Kentucky company, or at least a company with a presence in Kentucky, Spirits producer Diago has opened its first carbon-neutral distillery in Kentucky. It's in Lebanon. It's in central Kentucky. It's designed and built to ensure that fossil fuels are not used during production. So there you go. Violent crime in Kentucky up in 2020. The murder rate in 2020 was the highest since 19. 19- 95. The rate of 259 cases per 1,000 in uh, 2020 was the highest since the Great Recession. According to the FBI's annual report on crime in the U.S. in 2020, there were 9,820 violent crimes and 11,349 offenses reported in Kentucky by 423 law enforcement agencies. Troubling. We'd been seeing, we, Louisville is primarily where a lot of these metrics come from, and we've been seeing it step down over the years, but you get something as chaotic as a, a pandemic and then civil unrest and just a lot of discourse, and it leads to troubling numbers. The Fayette County Grand Jury waived burglary charges against six University of Kentucky football players on Monday. Uh, Andrew Phillips, Vito Tisdale, Joel Williams, Reuben Adams, Erna Sanders, and uh, Jatan McLean, hope I got his name right, all were arrested by Lexington police following an incident that occurred at a campus fraternity last March. All six players, I think, returned to practice actually last week when they kind of got, when Coach Stoops got word that they were going to choose not to indict. I don't think it's a dismissal. I don't know that that's what they call it. They just opted not to indict on those charges. So don't know all the details, but... I hope the right decision was made. I have no reason to think that it wasn't, so I'm glad that it was. You all are both big art fans. Yes, you all love good art. (laughs) Sure. Uh, What kind of art are we talking about? I thought above the mantle at the Tall household was a big poster of dogs playing pool. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I do <laughs> love that one. Right? It is. That, that is a good one. No, we have the, the two little boys. Oh, you've been farming been long. Farming long. Yeah, been of farming course. long. Of course. That's, that's classic. Um, I know that art is supposed to evoke response. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to, art is supposed to make you feel things. But I don't think panic is what art is supposed to make you feel. In Bilbao, Spain... There is a drowning girl statue oh. that is in murky waters of their Nervion River, and it's an eerily lifelike face of a young girl drowning so, in the that tide. That is terrifying. And it has been unsettling people in the Spanish city since she appeared unannounced last week. That is terrible. No. Exactly right. So they don't exactly – the, the artist's name is uh, Ruben uh, Orozco. He created this figure. And uh, the goal is for people to be aware that their actions can sink us or keep us afloat. Well, your actions are causing us to call 911 to say, hey, exactly. somebody's drowning. Has anybody jumped in to like <laughs> Makes me wonder. It, it is eerie. I Her, mean, it is, it, it, yeah, is, I it, is, it is troubling. And I'm so like, so where's the line? Like, where do you cross over and what is to, art and yeah, what you're what, just antagonizing people yeah, yeah. and going, hey, this isn't going to work. So I don't know. But uh, just don't go to Bilbao, Spain, I suppose, is the is what you can <laughs> we'll take from that. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. One day with you is all that it takes. Yes. Today is National Coffee Day. Hey, celebrate. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm way out on that one. I know you drink coffee. Uh, Natalie Tall, do you drink coffee? I just started drinking iced coffee. I like iced coffee a lot better. Yeah. In the summer. And then in the winter, I'll drink hot coffee every once in a while. But okay. I'm more of a like, I like a little coffee with my creamer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that that's sounds me. like uh, Misty Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Misty is that way. Yeah. She's just like, uh, she, I may she have has... like one cup. When we're in my the mountains, coffee is but, very, but this is recent. I haven't always. I was never a big caffeine drinker until children came along, <laughs> and then now it's a must. Yeah, I can see that. What whatever gets you through the night, yeah. right? That's the old the uh-huh. old phrase. I was um, coffee is kind of a nostalgic thing. It's it's one of those things that becomes your your routine. And we also were at the beginning of the show. We were talking about. I was kind of reminiscing a little bit about things that I did as a kid. I ran across a list this morning uh, about when things were more simple, and you might connect with some of these, and maybe some of them either you're too young to connect with, or so. Do you recall a time when your most important life decisions were made by the process of eeny, meeny, miny, mo? Natalie, this is your opportunity to confess that you still use that decision-making process. You've not grown out of that yet? No. Uh, Mistakes in life were corrected by simply exclaiming, (laughs) do-over. Yeah, I mean, race issue meant arguing about who ran the fastest. Back when it wasn't odd to have two or three best friends. The worst thing you could catch from the opposite sex was cooties way back when. Way back when, a foot of snow was a dream come true. 
you know, when it I, still is, our weather mm. forecasting has gotten a lot better. <laughs> so we almost we're we're much more likely to know. Or maybe you get older and you pay more attention. But I remember being a kid on the on the like that was the only time we weren't going to school. I mean, unless you were in the ICU, you were going to school. <laughs> Unless it snowed and somebody else made the decision. So to be able to wake up and your room is bright, you know, you know, there's snow bright and there's sun bright. Uh-huh. And then you get sometimes a combination of sun and snow bright and you really need to wear sunglasses. <laughs> so even indoors. But when that happened, it was, you knew, it's like this day is going to be different. Like this is going <laughs> to be all right. A good day. Back when war was a card game. Water balloons were the ultimate weapon. Taking drugs meant orange-flavored chewable aspirin. (laughs) (laughs) And cartoons weren't 30-minute commercials for action figures. Way back when, in a more simpler time. Yeah. I remember remember some of those. The family and consumer sciences expert over there obviously knows the answers to this study already. But for the rest of us ignorant people, I will bring us up to speed that a new study says kids who eat more fruits and vegetables have better mental health. Oh. Don't act like that's a surprise. I just set it up that you already knew all this. (laughs) Well, okay. Proceed. You were supposed to say, well, duh. (laughs) Kids who consumed the recommended five or more portions of fruits and vegetables a day had the highest mental well-being scores. And the study also found that almost 10% of kids eat no fruits or vegetables at all. Mm -hmm. Children who ate a traditional breakfast experienced better well-being than those who only had a snack or drink. Secondary school students who drank energy drinks for breakfast had particularly low mental well-being scores, even lower than those children who ate no breakfast at all. Only around a quarter of secondary school children and 28% of primary school children reported eating the recommended five-a-day fruits and vegetables. So if you figure that out, that's why we're underperforming, you know, is that we've got Mm -hmm. a bunch of... Uh, malnourished uh, kids. One in five secondary school children and one in ten primary children didn't eat breakfast and one in ten secondary school children didn't eat lunch. Oh, wow. That's uh, that's bad. Now, I do need an official ruling. Are lime Skittles considered a vegetable? Fruit. <laughs> it's a fruit? Yeah. Okay. Well, they are green. <laughs> Uh, I need to know. There's a fruit. I need to know what section of the plate they go on <laughs> on my food pyramid plate. Uh, Skittle lovers will be happy to know that Mars Wrigley is officially putting the lime flavor back in its original and sour packs. Skittles first introduced its five fruity flavors in 1979, including lime as the green piece. But in 2013, the brand decided to replace the lime flavor with green apple. As you might imagine, many people didn't like that. I would never know. I mean, like, I just wouldn't. I just pour them in my mouth and chew and yeah, go. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, there is a new flavor in I'm here. I'm not scrutinizing today. each flavor. Yep. No, I'm just doing a couple. I'm at literally a time. shoving my face yeah. and moving on. I take the, looking for the next. Night. I take the symphony of Skittles approach. I don't single out the violin or the oboe or the. <laughs> I just throw them all in there and let them make music. <laughs> so I didn't know lime wasn't in there anymore. I didn't either. You know, but apparently it's uh, it's on the way back. So beginning in October, you'll begin seeing the original flavor packs with lime on shelves. All then right. it will have a national rollout over the next few months. Now I feel like we need to go buy Skittles right now 
and then we need to go get Skittles that have lime in it and see if we can taste the difference. I agree. So um, that sounds like a job for our chief culinary officer, Dennis mm-hmm. Cook. I agree. Uh, and his boss, Sarah Cook. So maybe she can procure those and we can take what I call the Pepsi challenge yes. to see if we can determine which what? are. the Now, the our chief... Uh, collections officer, and that's on collection figures, like collecting things, which would be my dad because he's a collector of many varying things. <laughs> he will tell us to take the sour apple kind and put them in a box somewhere and store them away because I figure they can't spoil. And then eventually you could sell them because you go, hey, look at this rare collector's item, Skittles oh. with sour apple green in them. So we'll need to have a we'll really need to have an important meeting to decide. This is becoming big. Sure. I mean, see how far this has traveled just from Remember my first question, are lime skittles vegetables yeah. and see where we've gone look, here. Like how far we've come. This is why people gather around each day in order to do this. Speaking of collectibles, McFarland Toys says as you wish and reveals the Princess Bride figure collection. Now, I love the Princess Bride movie. Mm-hmm. Natalie, are you too young for the Princess Bride? Or are you are you in the Princess Bride family? I have heard of Princess Bride. I've pr- I think I've seen bits and pieces, but like I'm not. It- this this is inconceivable. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know you don't know Princess Buttercup. Uh, no, I don't. And you don't know the Russ's, the rodents of unusual size. I don't. Wow. Okay, so Robin Wright got her breakout in, so Robin Wright, who played Jenny in Forrest Gump, her first big role was introducing, she was Princess Buttercup, uh, she was in The Princess Bride. And then you had Carrie Elvis, um, who, uh, you had Mandy Patinkin, you had Andre the Giant, and anyway, it's kind of a, I guess it's a, technically a cult classic, but Billy Crystal was in it, and so anybody who's of my age range knows The Princess Bride. So why they didn't bring these action figures out in the 80s, I do not know. But they are now out, and they have super high detail. And they're geared toward people who probably are at, who have uh, a higher level of collection skills, if you will. Like they want to collect more detailed or better things. So this is artwork. That other stuff we saw last segment, that's not <laughs> that's not artwork. So there, there's Robin Wright in The Princess Bride. So since you don't know it. And then um, there's... Wesley. Oh, see, I mean, I know, I've seen that before. There's Andre the Giant. I've seen that before. Yeah, okay. All right. Kevin Arnold plays the little boy who's reading, who's having the story read to him. You can't go wrong. I don't know why it is I'm feeling very nostalgic this morning. <laughs> Maybe it's just part of growing up in a small town. You know about small town living, yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you claim, is Hardensburg your hometown or do you claim something else is your no, Hardensburg. Home, hometown? Hardensburg, Hardensburg, technical. Mm-hmm. You know, like Caneyville is my hometown. I lived right outside of Hardens, like a mile from Hardens, outside of Hardensburg. My husband refers to me as a town kid. You're a townie? I, I have never been more offended in my life when he called me that. I'm not even kidding. Like, we were we were engaged, and I was like, I'm not sure we can get married. I've never been more offended in my life because I grew up on a farm. 
I'm a very much a farm kid. It's not my fault that my farm would just, you could see the McDonald's sign <laughs> in high school because we didn't have McDonald's back in the day. It's, all right. it's not my fault it was that close to town. <laughs> he only lives seven miles from town, so it's not like he's that country. Oh, clearly, I'm That's not great. over it. What's weird <laughs> yes, it's is Hardensburg is my hometown. The kids in town thought you were from the country. Oh. And the kids from the country thought you were uh, that you were a townie because you you know live nearby. Yeah, that's really you seem conflicted. <laughs> I'm Lonnie. very listen. I was offended. Growing up in a small town is just different. If people haven't done it, they have no idea what it's like. Like, you can have an argument with your wife, and next week the city council will pass an ordinance taking her side. <laughs> <laughs> in Caneyville. The town signs are on the same pole. <laughs> Going both ways, enter and exit. It just happens that way. Third Street is on the edge of town. <laughs> That's just the way it goes. You it only does. have three. Well, and it really blew minds whenever I moved to Lexington, and my, all of my friends are from not small towns. Mm-hmm. And so it really, I was a uh, anomaly to them. Yeah, no, really was. I guess. Yeah, come over. I you were like their that. little show pony. I was. Like, I was. Come, come over here and entertain sometimes us. Sometimes they want me to talk for people, and I'm like, I, now listen, my country mm-hmm. comes out sometimes, but I mean, I don't think I am that. <laughs> you know. Some small towns with only one street, they make the mistake of making it one way. I'm like, well, we can't get back to town. And then in a lot of small t- small towns, Baby New Year isn't born until October. It happens. Just kind of happens. The water cooler question is coming up. If you want to go to the Halloween weekends at Holiday World, but between now and Halloween, we've got your chance to win. We'll tell you how. Coming up here on In the Know. Did you know geckos can turn the stickiness of their feet on and off at will. That's terrifying. It's a neat skill, though. Yeah. Is that um, like being able to claws out and then retract your claws when you... You don't like that? I don't love them, but, I mean, that is kind of cool. I guess. So they can slide across the floor when they want to. They can can stick when they don't want to i like to pretend though that like if i'm on an elevated surface that like reptiles can't get to me because i listen what isn't that true are you i was under the impression that was a universal truth are you telling me there's some doubt about that well if it grows sticky feet i guess it could climb up there (laughs) so i need to think that they can't do it but if they have sticky feet they can climb up the wall Yeah, that would be bad. I'm would, not safe I would, anywhere. I would prefer that did not happen. Here's today's <laughs> water cooler question. It's your chance to win. If you'd like to take a trip to Holiday World for their Halloween weekends between now and uh, Halloween weekend, you're going to text the correct answer to 270-259-6000. We've not done this in a while, so text the answer to 270-259-6000. Statistics say one-third of couples argue about this once a month. Nearly 33% of couples argue about this once a month. What is it? Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Natalie appears to have brain lock. Like there are so many things coming through her mind all at once. 
nothing would come out. Like all the gears were grinding on. What should it be? Text the answer to 270-259-6000 if you'd like to be the winner. Hmm. Well, I mean, I have a lot of answers, but I don't do... Does the answer apply to us? Nope. Okay. Well, my answers don't apply to us. Oh, wait. Uh, Nope. Mine are all more frequently. I'm like, this is an everyday fight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, once a week. Uh, Uh, Okay, so this would be the average. (laughs) The average couple. Statistics say one-third of couples argue about this once a month. What is it? Do we ever argue about this? Um, I don't. I, I we've probably had a disagreement over this at some point in time, but I don't. I would. Really I don't think argue, it would be. So, in, I don't yeah. think We're anything would ever would ever elevate to uh, arguing. So while those answers queue up, yesterday while you, neither of you were here, we celebrated the fact that I might have suddenly decided to become a TikToker because <gasps> Dolly Parton apparently is on TikTok. Me too. That's all it took to push me over the edge was, what, Dolly Parton is on TikTok? Well, bad news, fans. What? It was a fake. Rude. So they they created the TikTok account, passed it off as Dolly. The world celebrated. 700,000 people were, like, immediately following her. And it's actually an old video from when she was introducing her imagination library from a couple of years ago. And so it's not really Dolly. Somebody Way to got let us, the world down. Somebody got us good on that one. So, luckily, I didn't take the I didn't take the bait. I didn't go say I'm all in on TikTok. I just thought, well, this could do it for me. But I, by the way, I'm also not trying to say Dolly is fake because I don't TikTok her her TikTok is that, fake. Right, that would certainly get me in in trouble. <laughs> Text the answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Statistics say one third of couples argue about this once a month. What is it? Um, no, yeah, where to eat, I'd say that, that's probably more than 33% of the month. Because if you argue over that, you probably argue about it all the time, because you eat a lot. Uh, money, no. Oh, that's, yeah, that was my uh, first spending, one, but I feel like that's probably more. Kids, no, we're seeing that. No, it's uh, 33, 33% of kids, uh, of couples argue about this. It's not kids, uh, so don't think that was Freudian when I said that. Stranger Things. Uh, Netflix execs tease a possible spinoff for Millie Bobby Brown's character, Eleven. You watch Stranger Things? I, I don't. Do. So is this good? Is is it good to get a spinoff um, on this? I don't know. I mean, I'm looking for new things, but this is, I, I'm not excited. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. I love Eleven. Great character, but uh, There's apparently a new, speaking of Netflix, Squid Game is apparently on track to become their biggest show ever. Squid Game? Now, I'd never heard of it until this morning, so they've got a lot of ground to make up. Because if you get to me, then you go, okay, well, probably a large percentage of people. But if I have never even heard of it, you know, <laughs> who's someone who at least peruses entertainment news once per day, and I've never heard of and right. Squid Game, then you've... I don't know how you can say it's likely to become your biggest show ever, but it's the first Korean drama to hit number one, and then they say it's going to travel the globe. So maybe that's it. I've actually heard of it. You have? Yeah. What's that one show? Um, is Heist? Money Heist? It, money Heist. Oh, I couldn't it. get through it. Couldn't get through it. Because it love had... It. it was overdubbed. 
And so yeah. the English speakers had been overdubbed on the Spanish. And I think I would have just rather rolled the dice. Just give me the Spanish. I know enough. <laughs> and I can, like... I can understand your intent of what you're trying to say. It just I did not like someone saying buenas noches and then an English person saying good evening. I didn't Yeah, that's, I don't mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that either. Well, but I use closed captioning, captioning. So, I mean, I'm a little bit different than him. I loved Money Heist. Yeah, so. but you like the closed captioning yes, and for me it's annoying because I don't know where to look. Well, at my house we watch a lot of Bluey <laughs> and SpongeBob SquarePants oh, and <laughs> Um, Barbie on the Netflix and um, Llama have... Llama Red Pajama. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Uh, we're a big Bluey house as well. Listen, mm-hmm. Bluey is the most fantastic cartoon. I have never heard. <laughs> I have never heard belly laughs like the belly laughs I hear from Alea watching Bluey. Listen. It's hilarious. Did you know that there are two Bluey episodes that were banned in the U.S.? No, I did not know that. Yes, Whitney sent me a TikTok about it yesterday. Really? Yes. Okay, well, now I'm on a mission to find the two banned. What's What's the subject matter? Did we know why they were banned? One of them was called Daddy Baby. Uh, And one of them, I can't remember what the other one was and why it was banned. So I, I remember the first time that I called Bluey a he. Yeah. Yeah. And Alea uh, says to me, uh-huh. I mean, it, hap- it only happened once before I knew it. She said, Bluey's a girl. And I yep. said, okay. But now I do it almost intentionally to see if I can get the same type of, uh, yeah, the same Bluey's, type of response. Yeah, Bluey's a good one. I like Bluey. It, uh, she has the Bluey house and the Bluey car and mm-hmm. all that. And so the accents, we love the, you know, we love oh. the accents because what's from the Australian Broadcasting yes. uh, Corporation. But I don't even pay that much. That's kind of what I like about it. Is that I'm not necessarily even paying attention to the dialogue. She is. And so just to hear her responses of just that belly laughing, that that's the entertainment yep. for me is just hearing her be happy. It's the dad. It's Mr. Healer. Right. He is the main character. <laughs> he, he is, is hilarious. <laughs> yes. My favorite is like he'll play a game. He's like, if I can lay down and I don't have to use words, I don't have to move my body. I mean, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing here. But he's like, if I don't have to do anything, I'll play the game. And I'm like, right? I feel you on a spiritual <laughs> level. Like, I will, I will play if I don't have to talk, if I don't have to interact with you in any way, shape, or form. It's like quiet I'll as play all day. This is Natalie Tall's spirit animal, yes, Mr. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Healer. Like if I, I'll participate if I have to exert no effort whatsoever. <laughs> I'm all in, and I'll be mom of the year. That's awesome. Uh, we'll get to a break. So politics, TV shows, no. Loading the dishwasher correctly, no. If we don't get the correct <laughs> answer over the break, we'll tell you after the break what the winning, uh, what the correct answer is for today. And we got more on the way. Point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, chart toppers, and more. That's ahead here on In the Know. Tell them step off. I'm doing the hump. MB's point to ponder for today. Are, is it just me or are some of the best moments of life as a parent that really great moment at school drop-off time and school pickup time? Like, you're going to miss them, but you're happy, hey, they're going to school. <laughs> but then there's that you're happy to see them in the afternoon. And you get to have that moment of how was your day and all that stuff. Like those are the those are the neat transitional moments in life. I think as a parent, do you enjoy that, Natalie? Yeah, 
Yeah, I do. Yeah. I enjoy hearing about her day, and I enjoy dropping her off and seeing how happy she is and, and going. And, and I'm like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> I, I'll be home watching Bluey or whatever it is. 100%. Yeah. What was it? What did she told you something the other day? What was it? This morning. Harper had told you. Was it this morning she did it? Yeah. So this morning I go in. I always ask her how she sleeps. How'd you, oh, okay. how'd you sleep? And most of the time she'll say like, or if Easton cries, I'll say, you know, did you hear Easton? And she'll say, no, mom, I was wide asleep. So that means she was, she was really sleeping good. Wide so asleep. last night or That's this great. morning, I'm sorry, I walk in and, and she's kind of, she's awake and you know, a week into kindergarten, she was like, mom, I need an alarm clock. And I was like, oh, okay. So I get her a little alarm clock and we set it for six o'clock in the morning. So I go in and she's awake and she is not happy. I said, mm-hmm. baby, did you sleep good? And she said, no, mom, I didn't. I said, why didn't you sleep good? She said, Mom, my alarm clock went off in the middle of the night. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. So I look and I'm like, honey, it's set for 6 o'clock. And she was like, Mom, it was still dark outside and it woke me up. (laughs) 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 First of all, you have blackout blinds in her room. So she Mm. could not see the sun. So in her mind, it's still midnight, I guess. She was like, but it woke me up, Mom. Like my alarm clock woke me up. (laughs) (laughs) Babe. Hey, babe. That's what it's supposed to do. How rude. <laughs> and you asked for Exactly. It. And rude. that's what I told her. I was like, I'm, that's very rude. I understand. And I'm, I don't like mine either. So that tells me that most mornings she doesn't hear her alarm clock uh-huh. because it goes off every morning. So she must have heard it this morning and it did its job. <laughs> and she was super super not happy about so it. So when you pick her up from school today, will she be making a play to return the alarm clock <laughs> to where you got it said, I need to return this because... Uh, and I mean, I could tell, you know how whenever you wake up to your alarm clock and you are, you're not having it, you just like do everything you can to shut it up. Her alarm clock was like upside down and turned around and Because <laughs> oh, it's just a little cube. It like $12 at Walmart. It's just like this little green cube. And it was all kinds of out of sorts. So you know she was like trying to throw that thing against the wall to shut how- How old will she be? What's your prediction? How old will she be when you walk into her room one morning and it's shattered in pieces (laughs) on the floor? We're days away, I'm sure. (laughs) Any moment now. Any any day. That could happen. Uh, The correct answer to the water cooler question today is not who controls the music in the car or how to make the bed or remote control or politics or TV shows or dishwasher or money or where to eat or I could go on. It is in-laws. One-third of people argue about in-laws once a month. No, we don't. We We don't don't do that either. No. Mine was the lights on in the house (laughs) because that's big in our house right now. Uh, Like how many lights are left on? Yeah. It does. It, uh, yeah. What's not an argument, but speaking of the lights in the house, <clears throat> it's, it's, really? not, it's, it's no secret. No, this is, doesn't have anything to do with you, but, but it, we do seem to have a problem in our house. Like we're really good at opening drawers and at like, and cabinet doors. Like we, we, we excel. Like we are very, if there was an Olympics for <laughs> Opening drawers and cabinet doors. Gold medal, right? Gold medal household right here. People would be asking us to teach classes on opening the drawers and the cabinet doors. Let me guess. We're not great at the other side, at the at the antithesis of opening the... We're, we're not great at that. We can, we can use some work. 
Are you for real? Dustin could <laughs> I didn't say gold medal by the way as well. This is not this is not pointed at you singularly, by the way. She well, feels it clearly feels attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I said we. I I said I said we. He's standing behind it. <laughs> Dustin said what? Oh no! No, nice no I said he's standing behind it. But Dustin oh. could also be a gold medal winner in opening and drawers and cabinets and not closing them. Um, really? The free refrigerator could be included in that. Um, okay, but Jimmy- I can come home sometimes and I can tell you exactly what he has done based on drawers and cabinets that are open. <laughs> but to be fair to me, yes, our cabinets do not have pulls. Yeah, they don't or, have pulls. That's true. So, okay. and I have. Nice nails. Yeah. So I leave them ajar. But I would ask. <laughs> ajar. <laughs> Not open. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So I, I would ask. The risky part of the maneuver is the opening, not the closing. So you're setting yourself up for, a future, going back. for a future visit is what you're saying. Okay. All right. okay. All right. It's very good. She's taking care of future Christy. But do, do you think there are other members of our household who have... Similar, like that, maybe would Qualities. would would get the gold medal of opening, but maybe not get the gold medal of closing. Uh, I know of one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, really good. She may get the silver of <laughs> <laughs> uh, the opening. Yeah, yeah, probably. Okay, so uh, any any other? I also know that apparently I'm the only person in a ten square mile area who knows how to take the garbage out. I've also it's observed that. Obviously, it's your job. That has nothing to do with that you, is, by the way. That is the man's job. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen <laughs> garbage can Jenga? <laughs> is it kind of like the TVs we were talking about? <laughs> yes. You just see yes, how, sty- yes, how you can stack. Yes. It? Yeah, pe- that happens at our house. People walk by and see. I think I can stack. One more <laughs> thing on there, and then <laughs> whenever it falls in the floor. That you lose and got to take the garbage out, <laughs> which apparently is me because uh, I apparently most all. Oh, no, that's take with it our out. outdoor trash can. Ours is with the trash bags outside. <laughs> it's like you know you can get at least two in there, and then you start, <laughs> then you just go from there. It stacks over, it goes over. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? You know we play garbage can Jenga. I do not know you that. and I, not you and I, but Anna is the garbage can Jenga grand champion of all time. I do agree with that. <laughs> but just like I told you, I think that was Saturday. I'm I'm not sure, but I pulled it open because I knew I wanted to put more things in there. I was not finished. I take the garbage out. Yeah. Oh yeah. You do the whole like you pull it up so you can get more room. But yeah, he came through and pulled it out. But I wasn't finished. I was going to do it. No, I, I, yeah. I, I don't think that you're afraid of taking the garbage out. I said you. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think you are. I sometimes wonder if anyone else knows where the garbage can is outside. Well, and so I asked the small fry about a little muffin bag the other day. <laughs> yeah. That I found underneath the love seat. Mm-hmm. She said, Mama, I didn't do it. <laughs> I said, okay. I guess the cat or Anna did. She said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. If I can if I can pass that off on somebody else as a likely suspect. So then now we have another yes. one. 
Uh, okay, so on TV tonight, uh, speaking of dilemmas, it's the season 23 finale of Big Brother on CBS. How are we going to handle that in the Buckles household without finding out a spoiler? So this is my first year on big on the Big Brother experience. So I don't know what the protocol is here. What time does it come on? You know, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Probably 7. Because Survivor also comes on tonight. Well, I mean, Anna's home tonight. Maybe yeah. she can rest with the baby. Maybe. Let's see. Who do you think is going to win? Aza, Big D, or Xavier? I'm going with Xavier. Natalie, who do you think is going to win? Nah, I have no idea. Just pick, I just gave you three choices. Big All you D. Got, okay. That's I do love Big D. <laughs> Season six finale of Dr. Pimple Popper is on TLC. That sounds gross, and I never want to watch it. Love it. And you do like you it? You do? Do you watch it? It grosses me out it, a little bit, but like in I like I it's like a tra- I can't look away. Can I ask you, Natalie? I, I will I will rely upon your expertise because I fear I will have my fears confirmed if I watch it and find out. Is the whole show about popping pimples? Not I mean, like there are cysts and other like okay. derma, dermatology type. It's weird. And this is the it's only redeeming value and, to watching it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't watch it. I don't watch it religiously, but like I have stopped on it before and. You know, you get one of those, you get sucked in, and you're like, why Mm-mm. am I here, but yeah. I can't leave? Yeah, I can't. I'm just going to. I'll cross to the other side of the street and walk down and then come back <laughs> if I need to. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1789, the U.S. War Department established a regular army with a strength of several hundred men. Uh, extra strength Tylenol capsules laced with deadly cyanide claimed the first of seven victims in the Chicago area this date in 19, <coughs> ni- 1982, oh, paving the way to my Halloween costume of 1982. Say, if only we had a photo. Yep. If only we did. And this year, uh, it was a year ago today that the presidential debate, the first presidential debate, Trump and Biden devolved into chaos. It was just terrible jerry lee lewis is 86 today mike post is 77 the tv film composer bryant gumbel is 73 andrew dice clay is 64 chrissy metz from this is us she plays kate part of the big three on this is us she's 41 today kevin durant is 33 and halsey is 27 gone but not forgotten cervantes the author of don quixote in 1547 gene autry in 1907 larry linville who played frank burns on mash was born this date in 1939. Madeline Kahn, born this date in 1942. I mentioned Mike Post. Do you all know who Mike Post, the TV composer, is? I don't think so. All right, so uh, if you're old enough, you'll remember he did the theme from the Rockford Files. He did the theme from Hill Street Blues, the theme from L.A. Law. He did Chip's theme. He did Magnum P.I., Greatest American Hero, The A-Team, Quantum Leap, Doogie Howser, M.D., and Law & Order. He's done all those TV themes. Hmm, so that's impressive. You may not know him, but you know his work. Without a doubt. Let's see if we can find a chart topper for today. My chart topper has kind of gone to sleep. Maybe much like Natalie. Are you are you awake, Natalie? I'm over here. I'm, okay, I'm, just I'm alive and well. <laughs> I'm ready to stick on a jam to any of these. Country kid, city kid over there. 1954. Bill Haley and the Comets, number one, with Shake, Rattle, and Roll.
It's a little bop. Mm-hmm. You like? I mean, most people know Bill Haley in the comments for Rock Around the Clock, but don't sleep on Shake Rattle and Roll. It's a, it's a good song. 1963 was the year, and the Ronettes were number one with "Be My Baby." I carried watermelons. <laughs> yep. So many good. We're late, but we got so many good chart toppers for today. I hate to skip over them, uh, but to, I may have to. Some of them. 1972 was the year. Chicago was number one. Was Saturday in the park? I think it was the Fourth of July. I get nothing from Natalie over there. No. She's like, I don't I'm know blank. this song. Sorry. Really? I think it was the yeah, I get this one. I mean, I kind of, kind of like it, but. Let's see if this one registers. Let's go to 1981. Conway Twitty. My husband, God guarantee you, knows every word to this song. He does. But do you? Not every word. Not every word, but yes, yes, I know okay. the song. Yeah. She said you know you're used to champagne, but I can buy you a beer, is what he said. And for a dance, I'll tell you about these tight-fitting jeans. Yep. When you get home today, sing, be singing that song. Just see what he'll go on. <laughs> he'll say, come here and let me give you a smooch. That's what he'll say. 1990, George Michael praying for time number one. Unpretty TLC was number one in 99. Oh, Forever. No, that's my jam. Chris Brown. Well, <laughs> 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 we can't sleep on 1999. Oh, TLC, Unpretty. Yeah, I do like that. Neo, Closer in 08. And... Body Like a Back Road, Sam Hunt, number one in 2017. I see you got a little TLC. So mm-hmm. th- you're going to have an earworm today. You'll have TLC in one ear and Conway Twitty in the other <laughs> ear. And just to let, it, let, it, let us know how that works out. So <laughs> thanks for coming. It's good thanks to see you me. as always. I always laugh a bunch when you're here. So thanks for coming by. Hey, remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Uh, we're going to tell you about Envy's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Do things that make you forget to check your phone. Do things that make you forget to check your phone. Envy's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Natalie Tall, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.